0: You're listening to Retail Refined, a market scale podcast with me, Melissa Gonzalez. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined, a market podcast with your host me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I'm excited to have Steve Kramer on with us. He is the CEO of WorkJam. For those of you who are not familiar with WorkJam, it is a platform that industry leaders use for the frontline orchestration of task management, training, communication, staffing, and more, but I'm going to let Stephen get into telling you a little bit more about that. To introduce him to you, Stephen has more than 20 years of executive leadership experience driving business results and developing technologies for various industries that transform workflow chaos into workline efficiencies. In 1999, Stephen co-founded iCongo that went on to merge with Hybris Software to become the largest independent provider of e-commerce solution before being acquired by SAP in 2013. While driving innovation technologies in retail, Steven identified a large gap between traditional frontline management teams and the employee experience. And for that, he co-founded WorkJam. So he's gonna tell us more about that. But as CEO of WorkJam, he continues to drive innovation and is responsible for the strategic direction of the company, focusing on creating a win-win solution for organizations and the frontline teams and with what we're seeing in the economy and right now couldn't be more timely so Stephen, thank you so much for being with us today
1: thank you melissa thanks for the the nice intro and uh we're really excited to um to be speaking to you today um it's a great. Uh, a great uh, series that you run. Um, you. Just to maybe to start off a little bit about Work jam. just to introduce myself. As uh, as you mentioned, I spent 20 years in the e-commerce uh, industry. And um, in 2014, I uh, recognized some uh, fairly large gaps in the way that organizations were managing their frontline. Um, if you go back to 2014, there was um, quite a bit of changes that were happening in the industry you had buy online pickup and store that was starting to gain traction you had obama um, that started to put a lot of of emphasis on protecting the rights of hourly workers there were some fairly large um, social economic issues that were occurring in the in the us and um and also a desire of many organizations to uh increase their Um, in-person experience in order to uh, deal with competitive pressures from Amazon that was just starting to uh, gain a lot of traction back then as well. So we founded WorkJam in 2014 um, as a digital frontline workplace to solve a lot of these issues that we identified uh, in the industry. And our platform essentially helps both retailers as well as uh, companies in other industries such as healthcare, manufacturing, distribution, hospitality to um, orchestrate their uh, frontline workforces uh, in order to improve efficiency uh, productivity and also to increase um, uh, engagement and retention of those uh, workers as well, and you might ask yourself what is what is a digital frontline workplace um, because the reality is is that we are a category uh, creator we've created this category um, and a frontline digital workplace is really a platform that allows an organization to be able to um, communicate uh, with their frontline bidirectionally to be able to receive feedback as well to direct all the activities that are happening in the field at scale to um, better schedule employees as well as to enhance the employee learning experience as well. So it encompasses uh, essentially all of the core uh, elements of managing a frontline all under one platform that resides on uh, a frontline employee's uh, mobile device. Uh, Mm It can also be used in shared devices in the stores and um, essentially drives consistency, lowers cost while at the same time uh, making employees happy. Our business plan in 2014 was was based around this concept of dollars and hearts, um, and that was fascinating to us around building an enterprise software that not only pulled dollars out of a business but also won the hearts of employees. And there's and that's a rare thing. Like you know, you don't put a new POS system in, and it may save money, but it doesn't win the hearts of employees. And and we've been able to prove this. In working with um, major organizations around the world, such as Alta Beauty, uh, mm-hmm. companies like Kroger, uh, Target, uh, TJX, uh, Shell Oil, uh, you know, essentially being able to not only drive productivity and efficiency, but um, make people happy at the same time.
0: No, that's great. Um, it's it's definitely a careful balance of having you add that efficiency, and then there's the kind of the human side of it, um, where you keep people happy. Uh, on that note, um, since you've started your company till today, the role of the store associate has also shifted a lot. So how has that changed in your mind? And how is that kind of, how are you helping empower that through your platform?
1: Yeah, it's changed radically. Um, and it was accelerated uh, as well as a result of the pandemic. Um, you know, first off, there was a, a labor shortage that was beginning to occur as well prior to the pandemic. So um, there was a lot more emphasis around um, uh, engagement and retention as a result of that. Also, um, the thought of creating a an environment uh, so that you could be perceived as a Employer of choice as well, uh, but the pandemic significantly changed uh, the landscape uh, for a couple of different reasons. One, the need to be able to communicate um, became fundamental. I mean, you know, companies were furloughing their employees. The essential workers were were uh, working, um, you know, like like crazy, and 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 there were no tools that were really in place to be able to communicate from head office down to the field effectively. So that became um, very much. Um, a priority for organizations to start addressing. Uh, the number of of unplanned processes or uh, and just a general increase in in tasks and processes that had to happen in stores also increased dramatically because of the uh, increase in e-commerce activity. Um, also around health and safety, and just the store changed over the last two years uh, as a result of the pandemic as well. Um, so the the landscape changed dramatically, and it continues to change in a uh, an accelerated fashion, particularly as a result of the um, potential recession right now, as well as the Great Resignation. Uh, organizations are really um, at a point where they have to look at how they're managing. Uh, their workforce and, um, and how to drive productivity and efficiency while keeping people happy. I mean, it's never happened before, where there's been economic concerns, as well as a labor shortage at the same time. Um, It's, it's pretty much a, a, you know, a greenfield uh, area for organizations where uh, I think it can drive just tremendous uh, innovation as well in, in, uh, in companies around the world right now.
0: For sure, absolutely. Um, you recently released a survey as well, right? And so can we talk about the top three takeaways that you learned in those survey findings?
1: Yeah, we did a takeaway, uh, we did a survey rather um, that uh, surveyed a couple hundred executives um, in uh, in retail and uh, as well as in manufacturing distribution. And the three, it was a really interesting survey just around the, the workplace and how organizations were viewing uh, their priorities and uh, the the top three takeaways I would say is that labor shortages and turnover um, are bigger challenges than the supply chain issues uh, that are occurring. I mean, we heard a lot about supply chain issues, uh, you know, particularly <laughs> over the last year, uh, but definitely labor shortage and the coverage that people are having in the field is um, is a major uh, you know challenge. It's 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 hurting the top line and. Um, and they're not getting the proper coverage that they're that they're expecting. Um, delivering better customer service is also a top uh, workforce initiative um, for only seven percent of senior leaders as the great resignation wears on. So you would think that it would be higher, um, but uh, but certainly the great resignation and and the movement of employees uh, is um, is is a bigger concern. And, um, what we found as well is that, um, executives are, are really focused around, uh, solving these issues. Um, they want to solve it, uh, particularly, uh, through changing labor models and being able to provide flexibility to schedules in the field. Um, they've scheduled employees in, in a very similar fashion for the last couple decades. And, um, now they have to break away from those models and think, um, outside of the box. Uh, and, um, I think there were some really interesting uh, points in here, which out of out of the uh, executives that were surveyed seventy two percent of the executives understand that employee retention will result in better ROI for their organization, but only sure. half of the only half of those executives felt as though their organizations were taking the right steps as well to be able to um, you know solve these issues and 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 improve the uh, the employee uh, retention issue. And um, you know what was also fascinating from the survey is that um, diversity and inclusiveness was not a top priority for many organizations. And um, I think that's a missed opportunity uh, in particularly in in um, in the frontline workspace. Um, and I sit on the board of the uh, dei for C stores, and we found similar results surprisingly. Um, and, you know, I think that uh, that's another that organizations need to start to focus on in order to um, also change the perception of, of their organization as well by, by the frontline. Um, but I guess to sum it up for those three takeaways, the, when you look at it, what it really points to is that organizations are starting to view their frontline as strategic. Mm-hmm. And that is a change in mentality from before. Uh, It's not just people working in stores and we throw bodies at at the schedule. Um, These are strategic assets that have just a fundamental impact on the business. And um, there's an investment that absolutely can be made in this area.
0: So can we dig a little bit deeper in how WorkJam is helping employers be more strategic?
1: Absolutely. So, you know, first off is um, it starts with communication. Um, You know, in, in... and 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 really, just to take a step back, there's kind of like a revolution going on right now in the industry. Um, we we referred to it at Workjam around the three F's. And when you look at the front line, the three F's are essentially that the front line is either uh, fleeing. They're changing jobs, they don't like where they work, so they quit and they they move somewhere else. Perhaps they don't have um, uh, you know the the, uh, the this flexibility or the the uh, schedules that they're looking for. so they flee. We also see um, employees that are flowing. They just—they're not happy. They just kind of flow along. They just—you know—they're doing their job, but they're not engaged, and uh, and it has an impact on the business. And then the third is that they're fighting. You know, you have um, a big push around unionization right now, and um, and and just people are fighting against—you um, know—what their workplace should be like. Um, so when you, when you look at all these things, WorkJam has a fundamental impact on being able to, um, to change, um, the whole works the workforce environment for these for these individuals. And it starts with communication. Um, communication is is the key. You know, it's not just a bulletin board with a memo that is pinned up to it, which is how it's traditionally run in in many organizations right now, um, but being able to have conversations, being able to have targeted communications to perhaps, you know, a group of individuals in a region or in a district, um, being able to direct them better. Um, if people feel as though they are uh, being told you know what how to do their job better, they will be happier. and um, and it's been very difficult to, uh, without without this type of technology to date. The other area that we help is on um, just organization. Um, our task management module uh, really allows um, uh, organizations to um, to push down activities down into their stores uh, to be able to um, explain to people how to do their job and what to do and be able to have reporting on it. And, and that also has a very big impact on the employee. Um, it's like us, if we didn't have our emails and our slacks and our Microsoft teams, like we'd feel lost in our job. So, um, that organization around task also has a very big impact around, um, the employee, uh, experience, uh, in these organizations. And third, um, schedule self-service and flexibility. Uh, The ability for an employee to be able to manage their schedule, to be able to swap a shift with an employee on their own um, while remaining compliant in the organization uh, and potentially picking up shifts in other locations. Um, And that's had a dramatic impact as well on the employee experience by allowing um, people to have more flexibility in their uh, work schedules and to uh, you know to be able to um, spend more time with their families or or other priorities that they may have in their life, so all of these things have been very manual to date. And what WorkJam does is it digitizes them and it puts the control in the hands of of the employees while um, uh, you know creating accountability and. Um, uh, and ownership uh, for them as well, which is what they're looking for. And we do this in a way that is compliant and uh, and meets the work rules of an organization.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, so you, it's been about a year already where you secured your thirty five million dollar round in funding. Um, what is your What is your roadmap with this funding? I mean, um, it seems that there's a lot that you've developed out, and it's um, in line with kind of the, to the today. Um, but what's the road for the future?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really around growth. Um, you know, we've invested heavily into the technology uh, to date. Um, and uh, we've proven it with some of the largest organizations and iconic brands in the world. Um, and, uh, and we're going global right now. So a lot of, you know, part of the use of those funds is to expand into Europe. We've been very focused on North America um, up until... Uh, last year, we've also expanded into Southeast Asia. So there is a, a, you know, there is a portion of those funds that is focused around global expansion. Um, what is interesting about the problems that we are solving is that they are global. We speak to prospects in the Philippines, in Europe, in New York, in Toronto. Um, and um, they're all dealing with the same issues, it's, and and is and and the cost of labor is significantly different in these countries. So we're solving a global issue, and as a result, um, we are going global as an organization. Um, we're very focused around creating uh, new modules that will continue to expand on the ability to drive productivity and cost savings. Um, we're very focused on expanding functionality around the employee experience and. Um, and making this a you know a, a part of the culture of of organizations as well, and we've been successful at that. I mean, if you go into some of our customers, Work Jam be, has become a verb in these organizations. You know, I'm going to Work Jam it, and and um, yeah, and that's that's really that's really interesting um, for us of uh, of uh, uh, a good proof point around kind of winning the hearts of the employees, and that's certainly a very big focus of ours as well.
0: For sure, it's it's like. I'm going to Google it. So <laughs> that is, that's definitely success. So you talk about customers, who would you say, you know, what's like an example best in class that you think is really successfully utilizing the tool and you're seeing the impact with their workforce? Oh,
1: I mean, it's, uh, it's across the board. Uh, you know, our customers on average are, are, are uh, achieving, you know, over uh, 80% weekly active usage of the platform. So it's the most used application in, in, um, all of our customers' organizations, um, from any other technology that's in place, um, and um, uh, you know, I think the ones that kind of st- stick out, um, Alta Beauty has done a phenomenal job at um, at, at uh, engaging the employees, creating conversation, you know, also driving um, uh, DEI, um, uh, you know, activities through the through the application as well. Uh, all of their tasks are are essentially being done through uh, WorkJam as well, employee learning. Um, so they have uh, are a great example of a customer that is using the full gamut um, and has reached a high point in what we call the maturity curve in the frontline digital uh, transformation. Other companies like um, TJX or Woolworths in Australia, uh, these are really innovative companies that have also pushed the envelope of... Um, of, of really automating a, a lot of processes and um, and creating a lot of value for both the organization as well as for the employees um, but I can't really single out any employee, any particular customers I mean these are uh, organizations that have identified uh, the problem and um, and have you know are, are, are really focused on the the front line and the employee experience and are all doing you know just kind of amazing, Amazing things. Every day we learn about new use cases that our customers are using WorkChamp for. And, um, uh, you know, some of them really surprise us. Like, you know, like we never thought of these things. Um, uh, So, so it's it's one of those surprises. I, I think that we underestimated uh, the amount of ink and paper that that organizations yeah. save yeah. as a result of of Work Jam. And it gets into the millions of dollars, um,
0: wow. you know, That's in, the in the large organizations. The sustainability aspect of that?
1: Yeah, the sustainability aspect, I think, was something that we underestimated, um, you know, when we first started building the platform. Um I mean we hear stories from uh, you know I was speaking to the CEO of one of our customers uh, just last week and he was telling me a story about a single mom that uh, wrote him a, a, a note through WorkJam thanking him for the platform because she was able to quit her two other jobs pick up shifts at other locations and um and be able to spend nights with her kids uh well, that's properly amazing. um that's So there's some really heartfelt stories that come out of the platform. And the OpenShift marketplace, being able to share labor across locations is a game changer for organizations, uh, particularly in this environment, because you're able to optimize your workforce, but you're giving the employees something that they're looking for, which is um, flexibility and the ability to make more money. And um, so this is like the ultimate win-win out of out of you know from our platform, for many organizations and um, and the stories that come out of it are just are just unbelievable.
0: So um, I have two more questions because time goes so quickly. Um, first, mm-hmm. is there a sweet spot? like can any size organization work with WorkJam or do you have to be at a certain scale?
1: We typically work with organizations over two or 3,000 employees. Um, it is a larger platform. I mean, uh, some of our larger customers have, um, you know, three, four 400,000 employees. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, it's certainly um, uh, something that could be, uh, is a larger platform for SMB, I would say. Um, so we focus on mid-market and large enterprise. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we're focused on, as I mentioned, retail, hospitality, healthcare, Uh, manufacturing
0: distribution. Okay. So we talked a little bit about your roadmap, but what's, what's the future? Like what's happening when it comes to workforce five years from now?
1: Uh, Five years from now, um, you know, if I had a crystal ball, ball, (laughs) yeah, exactly. I, you know, listen, I think employees are still going to be fundamental. They're not being replaced by robots. Um, And I think that um, the 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 move around and the change in mentality around uh, the workforce being strategic is going to continue to uh, to build a lot of steam, and as a result, um, organizations are going to become more organized and efficient. And I think that are um, uh, you know BI and and just AI rather is going to um, be a very big part of self healing problems that traditionally happen in the field and the big part of our roadmap as well around um, creating uh, AI components that will self-heal, you know, the the things that typically happen from a scheduling or from a task management perspective in the field. And I think that new operating models are going to emerge Mm -hmm. as a result of the the change in the way that people are scheduling employees as well. Um, I mean, we already have customers that are now recruiting by district rather than by location. And I think that's going to continue to uh, to gain steam, and I think it's changing. It's going to change business models, and I think that you'll find, particularly over the next five years, that new um, entrants into the tail space um, are going to start are going to start adopting those module, uh, uh, those models from day one. And um, you know, like every cycle, uh, they will have a competitive advantage for a little bit as well by not having kind of the legacy. Uh, baggage that, uh, you know, that comes from older organizations as well. So I think there'll be a lot of changes. And I think that the best thing that, uh, in my opinion, that that is that will come out of the out of this in the next five years is just a, a higher respect for the front line. And um, all of us as citizens um, gain that as well during the pandemic.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of them, we had the advantage of staying home and they didn't. Um, yes. So definitely have major respect for that. Um, and I continue to be inspired by, um, it's not a new thought for me per se, but that there is a larger embracement of, I mean, the frontline in your stores, they're, they're the one of the most valuable touch points, And they're so critical to the success of, of a 100%. store experience.
1: In fact, they typically know more about what's happening in the business sometimes than head office because they're living
0: it. So that maybe I'll tag in one more question because we're kind of at time but do you also empower that? Because one of the things we talk about often is how are we bridging that gap with the fact that the frontline is the qualitative point of information when we think about those insights of store. Um, do, does your platform power that? Or if not, is that abs- something you abs-
1: Absolutely. I mean, the employees have had very little voice to date. Um, you know, communications have been very uh, top down. They land up on a bulletin board. Uh, with WorkJam, you're able to create um, bi-directional communication. So uh, many of our customers, for example, will uh, deploy a a channel a conversation called I don't know Ask Bob. Bob. Bob could be the COO of the company where employees are able to just ask questions. How come? How come we work this way when we could be saving twenty minutes a shift by doing it a different way? Um, and um, and that that has led to just eye-opening um, results as well and in, in, uh, in, in decisions to be made in organizations. You know, people didn't realize, oh my God, like we're losing 20 minutes of shift because of this. So mm-hmm. uh, being able to have a voice has been a game changer for our customers and uh, and creating conversation has also, um, you know, been very strategic. And, and most interesting around it is that when you have traditionally worked in retail, you only know your store. Um, But the community that we've built across stores has been um, really amazing as well. And you get this friendly competition happening between stores and you start to see a bigger view of the organization and get aligned uh, better with the goals and and the mission of the organization as well.
0: Well, Stephen, um, we're literally just beginning to peel the onion of the conversation, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's never enough time, but hopefully we pique the interest of those who've been listening and they continue to follow up with you. Um, and maybe we'll revisit this in a year from now. Like what what is that evolution? How, much, how close are we getting to that crystal ball? Um, but thank you so much for taking the time. And, and this is a very important conversation um, in the matrix of the success of 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 retail and store experiences. So um, everybody, again, this is Stephen Kramer. He's the co-founder and CEO of WorkJam. Definitely appreciate the time that you took with us today.
1: Thank you, Melissa.